This is a sermon given at St. David's Episcopal Church in Austin, Texas. Visit our website at stdave.org. In preparation for this homily, I invite you to grab the palm that you picked up on your way in. If those of you who have joined us virtually, I invite you to take a moment and grab a leaf out of a plant in your house or maybe something out of your yard and bring it back in so you can participate in this in this homily together. One of the gifts that the Episcopal Church has given me over the last 40 years is it has given my faith a texture. It's given it a smell and a sound. It's given it a feel. It's introduced a level of the sensate world into my faith that is really, really very important to me. It's given me the texture of this palm in my hand. It's given me the It's given me the somber tones of Advent. It's given me the beautiful red of Pentecost. It's given me the smell of incense on high holy days and that strong, tawny port that we enjoy for communion. All of these things associating my faith with this physical experience. It's given me the smudge of dust on my forehead and the little drift of chalk over our door, the chalking of the door on Epiphany. It's given me the somberness of Lent and the glorious, pungent smell of lilies at Easter, and all the different physical associations that come with the expression and practice of our faith. So today I would like for you to simply take this palm and feel it in your hand. Maybe you run your hands along it, feel its texture, feel the ridges, the sharp edges if they have them. See if it has a smell. Does it have a smell, Will? A little bit of a smell? Mm -hmm. I'd like you to think back now for a minute about the historical use of this plant. They say that the date palm is one of the main reasons humans began to be civilized. It was a dependable amount of food. Think about all the way back the ancient Greeks associated the palm with the god Nike, and it was a symbol of victory and of integrity and honor. So it was no accident that the disciples grabbed palms to wave them in front of Jesus and to throw them on the ground in front of him. Some say it was a mockery of what was going on on the other end of town when they were waving and praising the coming in of of Caesar. But instead Jesus saying that this, this guy on the donkey, that's our victor. Just think about what that was like. Think about all the Christians throughout history who have since held palms or some other greenery, the indigenous to where they lived, and reenacted like we did with an awkward procession and trying to remember the words of the song as they go into their worship spaces all around the world. Saying the same thing. Acting out this same thing. Having a tactile experience of saying that this guy is the victor. Now I want you to think about right this minute. I don't know about you, but as technology has progressed, I'm having a harder and harder time being in the present moment in my life. I'm old enough to enjoy ruminating about the past, and of course I'm anxious enough to worry about the future, but staying focused on the right now is an increasing challenge for me. 
I wonder if that's true for you. So just look at it right now, this actual palm. Just feel it in your hand. And think about your experience right this minute. Because you had options this weekend. You could have gone to Dallas, see Taylor Swift. You could have done all the country music awards. You could have camped out at the Kite Festival. There were a lot of choices in Austin for you. And yet you chose to come here. To come gather with a group of friends and gather in the parish hall and recreate our own version of this. And so we came in singing and we came in waving our palms and now here we sit and we just heard the beautiful chanting of the gospel lesson and it ends with the tomb being sealed. You have chosen to be in a place right this minute and hold this palm and said that you are casting your lots with that guy. The guy that was on the donkey. He's the victor. The one who was just killed and sealed up in a tomb. Now I want you to hold that palm and just kind of stretch it out in your hand if you have this kind. Where you just feel the length of it. And allow it to invite you into the rest of this week. Because if you chose this this morning to come here today, I'm assuming I'm going to see you on Monday, Thursday as well. Where we'll come together in that beautiful intimate liturgy and wash feet and institute the Eucharist. I'll see you on Good Friday as well. As we wrestle with the reality of the death of God. Then I'm going to see you on Saturday at the Great Vigil where we'll rehearse the whole thing all over again. And then we will baptize our friends and we will celebrate the resurrection of Jesus. The victor. And then I'll see you again on Sunday. And we'll put on our Easter finest. It's when you get to see the straw hat and the seersucker one time, right? (laughs) We'll come together to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus. And to say, against all odds, he's the victor. Jesus. As the centurion said, surely this one is the son of God. And then finally, I want to, you to let this take you out into the future. Beyond this week and into the week after Easter and the week after that, the week after that, the end of school, into the summer, through the summer and into the fall, the rest of your life. And think about the implications of this palm in your life. What it's inviting you to do with the rest of your life. Because if this is your guy, The guy on the donkey is your guy. He's the victor. The one in the tomb is your guy. The one who will be raised from the dead is your guy. means something about the way you act, the way you live your life. Maybe that's why you'll maybe fold this up into a little cross and you'll have it linger around your house. Think of all the Christian tactile things I have. More of these have littered my house than anything. Little dry little crosses and little sticks found in kids' backpacks and behind mirrors in the bathrooms. And I even found one folded up and crossed in the center console of my truck when I cleaned it out for the first time about five years just this week. There's something about this tactile thing, about this sensate expression of the Christian faith the taste, the touch, the smell, the feel. And invites us into a certain kind of discipleship.
that is decidedly tangible, decidedly concrete, as we step out into the world and say, surely this one is the Son of God. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. You can find more lectures and sermons on iTunes by searching for St. David's Episcopal Church in Austin, Texas, or visit our website at stdave.org and click on the podcast button.